Hello, and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Ursh, and my role as your mentor is to help fuel, feed, and grow your brain to enable you to live your best life. That's right, I want to help you create your life by design. As the owner of New Zealand's longest running women's gym and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies. And what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Hey, hey, hey. It is, what's today? Easter Sunday. Easter Monday. Easter Monday. And we are recording this in the morning so that you will get it for Monday. Today. Isn't that cool? Like, and today's episode, I think, is really, really important. For if you're stuck right now and you're feeling frustrated, maybe you've got a sense of overwhelm or you're just stuck in a rut. Like, if you're feeling like life is not working in your favor right now and you are really challenged to move forward and you don't know where to go and how to do it, then this podcast today will just highlight one simple thing that you can do that's going to change the trajectory of this year for you. Like, oh, I don't know about you, but we are freaking excited and I really, really, really from the bottom of my heart want to say thank you to the wonderful Viv Frost who inspired me to do today's podcast and we were just having a session and this came up and I was like, I'm actually going to jot this down and then I've been thinking about this and I thought, I want to share this with more people because this is one thing, one topic that comes up for my coaching clients all the time is that... They don't know who they are, they don't know what they want to achieve, they feel like they're on this roller coaster of life which is really frustrating and irritating and they just feel, right? And I give this tool to my clients, this is one of the first things I give them, but now I've like refined it more because she has better questions. Does she? Yeah. And you, it's, it's, it's exciting. It's like a game changer. And I hope I've written them down somewhere. I have written them down. It's okay. Life is going to be restored. <laughs> so Viv, thank you so much. And I'm going to start today because we did a Monday Mojo session this morning with a quote from John Kehoe. And the quote is as follows. My, or you could say your, success helps many and your failure helps none. It's a good one. It's a good quote, right? Like, it's a great quote. And I wanted to start with that today because Viv was in the Morning Mojo session that I run on a Monday morning. And her success, because she's tried this new practice that we're going to share with you, right? And you may do this practice, but we're going to refine your practice just like I'm going to refine mine. And by her being successful in one area of her life, she gets to help many people because she helped me because I was like, actually, I quite like what you're doing here. I'm going to just borrow that and then I'm going to do a podcast about it and then I'm going to help other people. So your success helps many. So when you're successful in your health, when you're successful in your mental and emotional well-being, when you're successful in the actions that you're taking to create your life by design, you inspire more people. But when you fail and when you give up and when you're just stuck in the, in the mud and in the shit, you're helping no one. And I think in New Zealand especially, New Zealand, Australia, 
we've got this we do have tall poppy syndrome mm. so if you're listening from overseas from america or from europe somewhere it doesn't really exist that much over there for you guys you've got your head screwed on correctly <laughs> but we have a tendency to downplay our successes to push them under the carpet and not talk about them and not share them and therefore we squash our success which means we become less successful because we're not celebrating it we're not actually it's not encouraged so this whole concept of your success helps others and your failure helps nobody mm-hmm. i mean it's real like if you're not successful and let's just take it from the most the most common success measure that most people use as money right if you have no money you can't pay other people to do things which then doesn't give them money which means you're then not helping other people because you don't have the money to help other people with money so therefore they're also not getting any money and you're not contributing back to society whereas you are if you have an abundance of money you're then able to pay more people to do more jobs to help you with your life where therefore helps their business and their life which then goes down to their children and then other families so Money in New Zealand and Australia, I don't know how it's like where you live, but sometimes it can have a really negative association with success. You know, like if you're, if you're rich, you, you're a money-grabbing, blah, blah, blah person. But actually, if you are successful, you have money, you are giving a lot more money to other people and making them successful, let alone joy, happiness, contribution, um, laughter, fun, all those other success measures, which really are way more important than money. But I think it's just, for me, it, it makes very clear sense when you look at it from a financial point of view. And that opened my eyes to the, oh, I see what you're talking about. Therefore, we must be successful in our mindset. Yeah. Therefore, we must invest time and money and energy into conditioning our thinking so that we can move ourselves forward and therefore be an inspiration and create impact for others. <gasps> because... Imagine, imagine. Oh, we're on a tangent today. Imagine if I went to the gym tomorrow to teach my Fido class and I walked in there miserable, sad, taught a class and 15 people went away. Did they, did I, did I contribute? Did I make it better for them or did they walk out of there feeling worse? Did my failure to show up energized, did I fail people in the class because I was a, I did. But if, I come with, but if I come with lots of energy and I'm excited and I'm motivated, is that helping those people in that class? 100%. Because they're now walking out happy and they're going to then do that to everyone else around them because that's what we do. And that is having a successful attitude. Success can be measured in so many ways. But that's not what we're talking about no. today. <laughs> but anyway, it was a nice side trip. We wanted, to, we wanted to start there just because we wanted to plant a seed. This has been a concept that we've been thinking about as we've been doing some John Kehoe training lately. And our mind is just being expanded. Mm. And we are loving it. So Opportunities just, are everywhere. You know, they, they are so everywhere. They right now, so we're in an opportunity to share this with you. So we wanted to share with you one simple tool that you can do that is going to, well, they're going to do it every night, aren't they? They're going to do it every night. Every night. Woohoo. But this is going to create success for you. This is going to bring about fulfillment. This is going to bring about fun. This is going to bring about adventure. This is going to bring, oh, like, you, like, I guess you'll feel successful. You'll feel confident. You will start embracing love. You will, um, you'll start empowering people around you because Absolutely. of your positivity. 
you'll bring more joy like you'll bring more joy you'll have more love you will show up better for yourself because you feel better because when you don't feel good you don't do good it's actually in a way it's going to create freedom within your mind oh because instead of being stuck in the room oh my god that's just so powerful i've got to get my hair out of my eyes and just say (laughs) that again come on it's gonna bring freedom in your mind freedom in your mind you'll be stuck up you're gonna get out of that prison that you're stuck in and you're gonna feel freedom and freedom is probably one of the best feelings that you can actually feel love and freedom and as lama said this morning in our session bliss bliss is another beautiful word so the one tool that we want to share with you, and at the end of our session today, we're going to give you the specific question so you don't have to think about this because we want you to have freedom in your mind so that you can express exactly how you're feeling and keep shit simple so you can just answer the questions so that your reticular activating system doesn't say, oh, it's too hard, I need to go back to progress the nature. Okay? We're going to keep it that simple because that's how good we are. So the tool that we want to share with you is night time reflection nighttime journaling right and what are the benefits give me some benefits of journaling at nighttime Sam I guess one it reduces stress and anxiety now I don't know about you but when we have so much uncertainty at the world in the world right now and also due to my medication at the moment like I'm on an elevated level of steroids my anxiety has been a little bit batshit crazy so anything that I can do right now to reduce my anxiety right and reduce my stress is a win-win and and trust me since I've been doing my journaling at night time has my anxiety reduced 100%. am I in a better mindset much better do I show up better 100% am I sexy as fuck always ah there you go <laughs> I was just saying if she was a yes 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 person but anyway I don't even know if we're going to edit that should we no, edit that no we're just going to keep it raw and real <laughs> that was a test I passed okay. So what can the other thing? The other the other one is increased self awareness. Mm. So you mm. you know you get out of your own way and you realize mm. what's going on in the world. Mm. And then the third thing is it enhances your creativity, because your freedom. Last you, You've unblocked yourself from the shit that's going on inside you, and you've opened yourself up. Yeah. With um, mind freedom, so that you can be more creative. Mm. So tell me, like, when we think about reducing stress and anxiety. Why does that happen? Like, how do we get to reduce it just by writing in a journal? Well, I guess by writing in a journal um, before you go to bed helps you to clear your mind of your worries and your anxieties from the day, allowing you to relax. Yes. And sleep more soundly. Mm. So it actually, you get it out. Because I don't know if you guys notice, but when you're stressed or you're anxious, you think mm. the same thing over and over and over and over. It just goes around and around and around. And you think of it from this angle and then this angle and then that angle and then you catastrophize it and make it a lot worse than it is. I don't know who would do that though. Like, do you do that? Because I don't know anyone that would do that. Like, <laughs> never, never. And I want to share a quote with you from Brendan Bouchard. And I love this quote. I love, well, I love Brendan Bouchard because he's like one of my mentors, right? And if you don't follow Brendan Bouchard, I would highly recommend you follow Brendan Bouchard. That man changed the trajectory of our life, didn't he? He did. Like he, oh. Like, just an amazing man. So journaling is like whispering to oneself and listening at the same time. And this is from his book, High Performance Habits. So what does that quote mean to you? How does that resonate with you? Sam? Well, I guess by journaling and whispering to myself, Mm. I'm actually 
It's like whispering. It is. You're actually getting the, the constant thoughts that are going on in your head out onto paper. Mm. And it's like you're having a conversation with yourself. Because now that you've seen it down on paper, sometimes they, uh, you get a, a whole new perspective of what it is that you're actually thinking. Because we get stuck in the thought. Like, we get stuck in the same thought. We can't think outside of it. Mm. But I guess when you get it out of your head and you see it on paper and then maybe you read it and you're like, oh, that's a bit stupid. Oh, I wonder mm. why I was thinking that. That's really one-sided. So it allows you to actually just... Expand your thinking. Get it down yeah. on paper. And put some logic behind it. It, makes, it also makes it like a third person. So rather than being you and stuck in you, you're now seeing it outside of yourself. Yeah. From an external perspective rather than an internal perspective which has been catastrophized mm. to the max and um jennifer shannon she actually has a book called the um anxiety of oh, anxiety survival guide, guide for teens. teens that's the one yeah and she notes that journaling is a powerful tool for managing anxiety she says journaling can help put words to your feelings clarify your thoughts and see patterns in your behavior that may be contributing to your anxiety. Wow. Like, listen to all of those things. Like, puts words to feelings. It gives you clarity on your thoughts. You can start to see patterns that may be contributing to your anxiety. Of course it's going to reduce anxiety and of course it's going to reduce your stress. How cool is that? All right. Um, increase self-awareness. So journaling before bed can help you to increase your self-awareness and understanding of your own thoughts and mm. emotions. So by writing down your experiences and reflecting on them, you can gain valuable insights into your behavior and your thought patterns, right? Which is what we just spoke about. And Brené Brown in her um, book, Rising Strong, own, she says this, and oh, I mean, if you don't follow Brené Brown as well, another really good, amazing woman to to um, Google, go onto her YouTube. She's got phenomenal YouTube on. She's just trying to think. Fantastic TED Talks. There's actually yes. on Netflix. She's done a um, yes. Gone to documentaries, I think, in Netflix and put in Brene Brown. There's an awesome um, doco sort of thing on there. She, she's fantastic. on stage. She's yeah. fantastic. Um, and it's about vulnerability. Um, but in her book Rising Strong, she says in there, owning our story can be hard. But not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. Like, what the actual? Like, we spend, I don't know about you, but I spend so much time running. Now, Rob Dahl refers to this as running or numbing, right? So you're either running, 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 thinking that you're missing out on something, or you're numbing, 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 because you don't want to admit it. where your life is right now, and you don't want to deal, right? So we... If we can own who we are and we know who we are through the practice of journaling, then we don't need to run or numb anymore. And how much, what's your word? Fascinating. Freedom. 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 <laughs> Will you be able to gain? Freedom. Yeah. So isn't that interesting? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think with, um, you know, that owning your story, it can be difficult. Hmm. But if you spend your life running from it, so running creates anxiety, stress, um, potential panic attacks because you're you're running away from something behind you towards the unknown in front of you. So it can cause depression. It can cause anxiety. But then also numbing, that's where you go into addictions. <laughs> it so just blocks it out. Maybe. Some people are on the way, just constantly go, 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 mm. run away from it, pretend it's not there, and just keep trying to achieve, achieve, achieve. Burnout or numbing 
turning to addictions to help to deal with the fact that you can't deal with it. Neither of them are any good. So mm. really, we don't want to be in either place. So there we go. Do some journaling, self-awareness. Yeah. And psychologist um, James Penterbaker, right, he also conducted extensive research on the benefits of journaling, noting that it can help people gain greater self-understanding and insight into their own lives. So everybody, start damn well journaling. That's what we're coming down to. we got like stats and figures coming out of our booties today because this <laughs> stuff matters, doesn't it? I was really scared what you were going to say. I'm so glad you said booties. <laughs> yeah, I thought um, sexy AF was a bit far today, but it's, it is Easter Sunday, Monday, okay. whatever. Okay, right. moving on. Whoopsie. So this was the favourite one, enhances creativity. Yes. Like This is awesome. Mm. Generating new ideas by getting your stuff in your head out onto paper and allowing that freedom in your mind to start seeing things a little bit more creatively and starting to see more ideas, mm. having more options. And by allowing your, th your thoughts to just flow freely onto the page, you actually may be surprised at the insights and inspiration that may arise from that. And I think one of the quotes that Hirsch uses all the time is, everything you need is within you now. Mm. You actually don't need anybody else to fix mm. you. Because you're not broken, first of all. But you don't need somebody else to fix things because you actually already know. But sometimes we're so in our own way that we can't actually see to be able to bring the creativity out to fix these things. And Julia Cameron, in her book, um, The Artist Way, uh, she says that, and I, I might mess this up a little bit, right? But creativity is an energy that comes to us from the divine. And it is our job to allow it to flow through us. To manifest itself in whatever form it may. And what I really love about that is that that is like if we don't dive into journaling and we don't create opportunity to have these insights and we don't reduce our stress and anxiety, we're putting a block in the way of what truly matters to us on what our heart desires. We're putting a block. We're not able to manifest when we're living below the line. And below the line is we're in the blame, shame, complain game. So when we're stuck and we're feeling irritated and when we're feeling frustrated and we have lots of doubt, we're living below the line. We're on that downward spiral. So by journaling, we can move to the upward spiral where we can have more optimism. We can feel happier. We can be enthusiastic. We can empower not only ourselves, but we can empower other people. But if we're blocking that, because we're running or numbing or we don't feel it's important and we feel that we don't matter, then nothing is going to flow through us and we're not going to be able to manifest what is truly our destiny. Now that might be a little bit woo-woo for people, but this is science. This is actually science. What you think about, you bring about. So I guess in, in summary, right, journaling before bed, what can I do? Can a, reduce your stress yes. and anxiety. Yes. Two, it's going to increase your self-awareness. You which, know what's going on in here. Which, let's be fair, oh, if you don't understand your greatness, how are you going to show up for all the people that need you right now? Like, if you don't get how freaking awesome you are and you don't understand it because you're running from it or you're blocking it, then the people that need you will never freaking find you. Oh, I'm on fire today. Yeah, it's very very passionate about this. I am very so passionate, passionate about, about this. this. Like, 
so many people spend their whole life running and numbing and hiding. And I spend all my life exposing those people because <laughs> I get to hang out with greatness all the time. And I'm like, please don't hide your greatness. So it's great for reducing stress and anxiety. It increases your self-awareness and there is no better investment than spending money and time and finding out who you are and what you need, what your desires are, and then going for it, right? And then it enhances your creativity. Mm. Oh. Options. The oh. world opens when you start looking at things from a different perspective mm. or at the very worst, or least, sorry, mm. get it out of your head. Yeah. Because when you're in your head, you're dead. That was another one of your quotes. Yeah. I'm just starting to talk like Irish nowadays, I tell you. <laughs> just call me mini-me. <laughs> I think because Sam does so much of the training that I do, right? It's And, and we do. We, we both have a passion about personal development. And it's so important for both of us that we grow into being the best version of ourselves. Like, this is on my computer, people. This is what is on my computer. Oh, I don't even know if you can read it. What, could, what does I it say? I don't know. Yeah. It says... Be better. Like I have this. Be better. That is my goal every single day. Just to be a little bit better. Just just better than what I was the day before. That's all there is. Okay, moving on. So if we haven't explained to you the benefits of journaling so that you want to go out and buy yourself a journal right now, just rewind it and go and listen to it again. Because you really, seriously, this is the one, one of the one... One of the one tools. One of the many tools that I do for my one-on-one coaching clients is introduce them into journaling. And when they can get all the benefits, which we've just spoken about, and there's so many more, you will be amazed just doing this for seven days how this will transform you. Physically, mentally, and spiritually. Like Sam will tell you, if I have not journaled, I start to get a little bit irritated. I start to use things like, I'm bored. I start to use things like, ah, oh, everyone else is blah. Like I start to move into the blame, shame and complain. It seems like, are you doing your journaling today? Well, I wasn't planning on doing it. Okay. And then I'm like, that's her subtle way of saying, you need to go there, debrief, get stuff out of your brain, put it on paper, get into your creative mode, right? Reduce your anxiety and stress and show up being the best version of yourself. Like, how cool is it that I have a partner that knows this is one tool that makes me show up in top form? Like, that's pretty cool. So, if we haven't inspired you to do journaling, I don't know what else we can give you. But I don't want you to be a sad sack of shit. <laughs> Sorry, Easter Monday and all. No, I just don't. Like, <laughs> like, I just don't. I want you to be vitally alive. I want you to be alive, awake, alert and enthusiastic. I want you to seize opportunities that come your way. I want you to be open. I want you to experience freedom and I want you to feel blissful. I want you to have balance, live your purpose and live with passion. And I know, I know that if you apply this one tool, this will open many, many doors. So we're going to help you. Right, we're going to give you a list, and it's not we. This was what my little buddy Viv gave me, and I wanted to share it with you, right? Because I was open to the opportunity of receiving. So I hope you are open to the opportunity of receiving. So grab yourself a journal, right? Because I have many journals. Many. many. I love journals. Love them, right? So at night time, these are one, two, three, four, 
five questions and a bonus. Do we want a bonus? Yeah. Sam doesn't know the bonus. Let's give you the five questions that you can reflect on every single night. Because every night, if you commit to doing this for seven days, I guarantee you, your energy will shift. I guarantee it. And if it doesn't, you message me and I will give you a free coaching call. I promise you that. I promise you that. Seven days. You give me seven days and I'll give you new energy. It's as simple as that. Okay, question... No, there's four questions. Okay, question number one is, what excited me today? Now, why does that matter? I'll tell you why this matters, Princess. Because most of us focus on the crap that we didn't do, we didn't achieve, we didn't succeed, therefore we are a failure. Yep. So when we take control of our reticular activating system and we think about the conscious mind and the unconscious mind and I want you to think about what are we filtering through to our conscious mind that is going to go through to our unconscious mind because what we think about we bring about and if you're thinking about all the things that you didn't achieve how is that making you feel before you go to bed? Are you increasing your anxiety or are you decreasing your anxiety? Is it good for your health or bad for your health? Is it good for your mental and emotional well-being or bad for your mental and emotional well-being? Well, this question, what excited me today, means it's teaching you what's lighting you up. What excited you? So what excited you yesterday? I got to like play around my house and fix things that were broken. I got to paint things that looked old and nucky. I was exciting because I made like changes around our house really quickly. It was awesome yesterday. We went for a beautiful walk on the beach, um, like six k's all the way up the beach and then down. It was amazing. Had a smoothie with a, with a great friend of ours. We you know, and like, we saw this amazing. There was a sandcastle competition, oh. and we saw this amazing. Like we were open to opportunities. Amazing sandcastle. Like so it cool. was just. It was on my story. So if you saw it, you would have seen it. And if you didn't see it. Get on to my Instas. Come on. Like, I've got some good stories on there. <laughs> okay. So, what excited you today? And if you're struggling with that, let that be a lesson to get more creative. What did excite you? Maybe that's teaching you that right now you're focused more and living in your head instead of staying connected to your heart. What excited you about your health today? What excited you about your family today? What excited you about your mental and emotional well-being today? What excited you about your learning today, your finances today, your job today, your family members, your relationship? What excited you about your nutrition today, your training today, your journaling today? What excited you? Just think about that for a moment because we don't take enough time to think about what excited us and then when you figure out what excited you, do more of that shit. Just do more of it, and I promise you, energy will change. Okay, number two. What drained you today? What drained you yesterday? What drained me yesterday? Hmm. I didn't feel drained yesterday. I only had partial, oh, did you? I'm just thinking now, like we, you know, um... So we've had COVID and today no COVID, I must tell you. But yesterday I did walk um, about eight, eight and a half Ks. And I said to Sam on the way back, um, I'm actually feeling tired. So I don't know if tired and drained is the same thing, but I was like, actually, you can just go back. Sam's like, I'm going to go get the car and then you can just go and sit by the beach. And I was like, beautiful. That's probably the only thing that I could think of that was maybe did I walk a little bit too far, you know, coming on the tail end of COVID. 
who knows I felt great I felt I felt like yay I could be out in the fresh air see other people connect with the ocean watch the sunrise and it was just bliss for me yeah yeah Mm. Yeah. so any other drain for you yesterday oh the only part of like yesterday with draining was a little bit that trying to figure out how to fix like a plumbing issue and I was just like getting so frustrated and then Google searching and YouTubing and not getting the answers. So I'm not sure if it's drained or frustrated, but I'm going to put those two. They're both mm. negative feelings that I got yesterday was the frustration around trying to figure it out and not being able to figure it out. So that drained me, but that kind of deflated my excitement of all the good stuff I got done. And sometimes we feel drained when we're not getting instant gratification. So this is really important because this is another thing that comes up a lot is people want that instant thing. They just want it to be easy. And nothing grows us that's easy. Then I say to you this morning, you're like, you know, I'm just really mentally challenged at the moment because I can't sort this problem out of this problem. And I was like, but babe, you're doing amazing. Every problem that you've solved in the past, not only has it grown us, it's saved us money and it's built your confidence. And she's like, yeah. Didn't we have that yeah, conversation this morning? Only so, a couple of hours ago, really. So when you think about what's draining you right now, sometimes you can't change it. Mm-hmm. However, it matters because if you're doing the same shit and you're ending up with the same energy, if you're hanging out with the same people and they're living in boohoo land, right, and you keep trying to change them and their behavior, you're going to get drained and then you're going to get resentful and then you're going to get tired and that's going to impact your health. That's going to impact your um, spirit, physically, mentally. That's going to have an impact on your mental and emotional well-being. Cut the ties. Oh, that was harsh, wasn't it? That was harsh. So if you are noticing the same thing as draining you, you have to change your attitude or your dialogue with it. You can't expect other people to change. Other people's emotional state is not your responsibility. How you show up is your responsibility. Oh, I tell you, we've been talking so much about this in training in the last few days with my Ultimate You group. It's been outstanding. You cannot change anyone. You can only change you. So that being the case, if you know that you're being trained, trained, drained, right, you get to change the way you think about it. You get to change the way that you show up about it. So if you don't feel like going to work, get over it. Start your own business. Do something that lights you up. But we all need to work. We all need to pay bills, right? So find the joy in that. Find the purpose in that. Find the passion in that. And one of my great mentors when I was really young said, I don't care what you do for a job, but learn to love it. And at the time, I was cleaning at a hotel. At the time, I was a cleaner in a hotel. I was like, what is there to love about it? I learned to love it. I learned to love it. What I really did love was like doing the vinyl floors. I just forgot all about them. It was like this big machine. I used to love that. That was fun. But you learn to love what you do. Change your attitude if things are draining you or change the situation. The choice is yours because you get to choose how you show up every single day. Okay. What did I learn? What did I learn? Now, what did you learn about you? What did you learn about your family? What did you learn about your kids, your partner, your work, catching the bus to work? What did you learn from doing a podcast? Hello? I don't know. You're going to be like, what did I learn from Ursh and Sam today? So much. So much. I've learned that journaling is going to transform my energy. I learned that journaling is the bomb.com. I learned that Ursh is sexy ants. Like you can just write all of those things because that's what you learned. 
right? What did you learn? Why? Because we are a product of the way that we think. And 80% of our thoughts, according to Joe Dispenza, are on repeat. 80%! So if you're thinking the same shit that you were thinking five years ago, are you going to transform your life if you don't level up and start learning? No! Oh, my gosh. I'm on fire today. Yeah, she's on fire. Take a break. I feel like I'm on Are you feeling drained? No, I'm feeling inspired. I'm feeling inspired. There we go. So what did you learn? So Sam learned today that problem solving grows her. That instant gratification may not be the best answer if you want growth. What else have you learned today? We've learned a lot today. I mean, it's only just not even midday. What else have I learned today? Um, to go to Bunnings early, no? <laughs> yeah, going to Bunnings early makes it life easy. Um, I've learned that I, I already know this, but it's good confirmation that I can figure shit out. So I just need time and space, and um, giving myself time and space to think allows helps me to figure things out. And sometimes I need to be in the right environment in which to do it. Because sitting here at home, I wasn't able to figure it out. But by being at Bunnings with all the stuff in front of me. I was able to figure it out. So you're figure outable. I'm figure out. My I'm wife is a solution focused individual. She's amazing, phenomenal, outstanding. She gets shit done because she figures it out. I want instant gratification, don't I? I'm like, just yeah. get that done now. So when it comes to building stuff, I want the instant gratification. It's just quite funny. She'll start something and then 15 minutes later she's disappeared. And then Can I'll I find. Yes, we done. Started, she'll right? be doing something, she'll be actively doing something, and then 15 minutes later, distraction, and she'll be someone else. I Sometimes this happens in the bedroom when she decides to reshuffle her drawers. I think this is an ADHD. <laughs> Another whole conversation. Oh, like, I do. I get distracted really easily. And I have to tell you that having COVID last week, it has escalated to a whole new level. I'm on new sentences every day. Anyway, okay, so, moving on. So, what did you learn? Yep. And last one. And how did I move the needle forward today towards my goals? What? Does that mean I've got to have goals? Yes, sister, you do. Because if you want to have life by design and you want to have fulfillment and you want to have joy and you want to live with passion and you want to feel enthusiastic and have eagerness and show up vibrantly alive, you bet you got to have goals. Because goals are going to grow you. And when you grow, you are green and growing. When you're not green and growing, you are brown and rotting. No one wants to be hanging out with someone that's brown and rotting. So, be green and growing. So, what is the one thing that you did to move the needle towards your goals today? Ours could easily be doing a podcast today. Mine, again, this morning, is doing a... a, So, one, we've delivered this podcast. Two, I ran a um, coaching group call this morning called My Morning Mojo. Right, so what did I do? I helped expand my thinking and I helped transform other people's thinking this morning, right? They had to show up. I didn't do it. They did the work. So what else did I do to help move me towards my dial? My habit tracker, like ticking that off. That's one thing that I could do. Drinking water, removing toxins from my system. Like it can be stuff that's really simple. Like, you know, Sam was saying that, you know, we came back home yesterday and stained the deck. And we left again. But, you know, like, it's doing those little things that are going to get you closer towards your desires and your goals. Mm-hmm. All right. Lucky last. Lucky, because I've just seen the clock, and this is gonna, I thought this was going to be a short one. Radio. Um, 
how can I make someone happy right now? Oh my God, this is my all-time favorite. You know that this is my favorite because this is what I love doing. I like to reach out to three people every single day just to let them know I'm thinking about them um, and tell them what I love about them, what I like about them, how they've inspired me. This question is, how can I make someone happy right now? Like you don't put shit off. You, you can't set yourself up to fail. Like you finish and you go, I can do that. I can tell my wife that she is an amazing, 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 amazing solution finder. Like you figure shit out and I really love that about you, honey. Thank you. And she's in the art of receiving. <laughs> like how cool is that? Like, that's pretty cool, right? So you could easily send someone a message. You could go and tell one of your children how amazing they are, how inspiring they are, how much you love them. Like, anything you can do to make them happy right now. Like, Sam said to me yesterday, babe, what would you like to drink? I was like, oh, I don't know. I should have a lemon. She goes, I can make you a cacao. And I was like, oh, a cacao. That's like making me happy. Like, just the simple things. Like, how could you make someone happy? You could message them a quote. You could send them a message. You could even just send them an emoji and say, this reminded me of you. Like it's the simple little things. Because what we do to others, right, comes back to us. We are a sending and receiving station of thoughts and actions. So whatever we're putting out to the universe, we're getting back. That's what's happening. Thank you very much, John Kehoe. Mind power, right? So whatever we are thinking about, speaking about, and writing about. That's what we're bringing about. So can you imagine if you're making one person happy every single day, 365 times a year, how much happiness is going to be reciprocated? Like, and you don't even do it for that reason, but it makes you happier. Mm. So to recap, <clears throat> at night time, when you journal, these are the questions. What excited me today? And even if you've got a bullet pointer, just do it. What drained me today? Noticing if there's a pattern, so that if there's a pattern that's reoccurring, you have to change your thinking about it, your attitude about it, or change the situation, right? What did I learn? Are you green and growing, or are you brown and rotting? So starting to train your brain to focus on things that are going to help grow you. This is what we're doing. We're training our reticular activating system. And how did I move the dial towards my goals today? Because we want to actively, constantly make sure that we are responsible. We are taking the action necessary to be green and growing and living our life by design, not life by default. Because we can't blame us. No one else is coming to save us. No one else is coming to rescue us. It's all on us. All right. And then the third one, how can I make someone happy right now? How simple is that? Now. For those of you who are not journalers, or haven't been a journaler before, or don't like the idea of it because, but you've never tried it, so you have no idea, I'm going to sneeze. One moment, please. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you, beautiful. Journaling doesn't have to be a 30-minute, 45-minute, full-on purge your feelings onto paper that you have to be professional at. You don't need to be good at English. You don't need to be a scholar. You don't have to be an academic. This is literally, for some people, this might take you 15 minutes. For some people, it might take you five. For some people, it might take one. You could go, what excited me today oh, that I caught up with a friend for coffee? What drained you today? Oh, I had this full-on conversation with this person who just did my head in. 
blah, blah, blah. What did you learn? I learned that I shouldn't speak to that person that drains me. Um, how did I um, move? The, well, how did I move the needle forward? I went and got some supplies to do some renovations around the house. Um, so that's one of my goals. And how can I make somebody happy today? I'm going to turn to my partner and tell them how much I love them because they're the most important thing in my life. Like, did that take less than a minute? Yes, it can actually be really quick for those of you who are not comfortable. I always find it very, 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 very challenging, whereas Ursh could sit there for an hour and write and journal. It doesn't matter where you're at it on the scale of beginner journaler to extremely really good at it kind of thing. Just it's a, it's do a what you do. Seat, right. Like when you first started journaling, and I think back to we've been with Rob Dole for nearly um, a year and a half almost. Two years, right? Is like when we first started with Rob Dial, um, Sam was just irritated. Mm. And now I go to her and seek her for advice. I'm like, what else did you write about that? Oh, babe, your insights. Like just sharing our journaling practice together, it expands my awareness so I can have more opportunities. Just by Sam sharing. Like imagine just going through life only thinking about what I think about. So there's opportunity for you to share. There's opportunity for you to do this as an exercise with your children, your partner. Like, don't minimize and block out opportunities. Because opportunities, as John Kehoe says, and Ursh and Sam now say, are everywhere. So this is this is our session for today. Uh, we hope and trust that this has inspired you to start journaling. Today is Monday, so I'm going to send this out to at least 10 people privately. We're going to have this up by midday, and I'm going to just drop it in as many groups as I can so that you can start your seven-day journaling challenge. So your seven, we should actually put this on the gym pages, seven days to improve your energy. It's a seven-day challenge. Let's do it. Let's commit to doing it together. I can't wait to see what your energy is going to be like. And guess what? Jazz... I'm going to be watching you, honey, because I know me and you are committed to each other on the seven-day challenge. Everybody, go out there, sprinkle some magic on someone today because you don't know who needs you to show up in all of your greatness today. Sending you lots of love. From both of us. From both of us. Until next week, go out there. Be outstanding. See you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, Please share it with a friend or share it on the socials and don't forget to tag me on hashtag MFM, Mind Fitness Mentor. And if nobody's told you today, remember, you are loved, you matter, and you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.